0: Talk sheet. Right. Oh, Recorded live.
1: Lady, girl, your love is equal like some of the street My lady, girl, with love that tender as the baby purse, you give me all of the things that I need so much. You're my world, lady love. Love. Lady love. Your love is foolish like the wind. My lady love. With the love that's coldly everlasting. And I keep on needing you, girl. Love. Love. And I thank you, my lady You know, it's not easy keep a lot People are people, and they all have their But it's so nice to have some nice. money. and all
2: The one and only Beverly Nation. I am the master sound therapist, friend indeed. And he annoyed me that on one of our shows. I am D.K. Olasky, Turntable Wizard 1 and 2 for you, you, and especially you. And, of course, this is a product of the one and only Beverly Nation. This is my first show in a long time. This is hashtag legacy, and I only bring on people who are awesome and deserve the title of legend and legacy. Tonight I get a chance to interview a person that means a lot to me. Uh, Not only do I consider him a spiritual advisor, he's a friend. And to be able to interview him is one of the greatest joys in broadcasting. Uh, What more can I say? But before we do that and bring him on, of course, uh, we're out of Long Beach, California. 724 444 7444 put in pin number one 4, 5, 2, 3, 4 pounds and one pound listen to the conversation and star eight to join us tonight. Again, I have the awesome opportunity. For all the people who support us on a constant basis, we average a hundred and forty three thousand a night. And I want to thank all the people who do that for us. Come on, making my life so easy. Not only being producer, but now hosting a show that I, I actually find joy in. And you wait, I'm telling you, Huni Bakatoon is the, he's the, the legendary star of a lot of people that I'm going to be interviewing on this uh, network. But let me introduce this man out of Nashville, Tennessee, by way of New York, New York. Outstanding human being. He is a legend in everyone's mind because he always brings joy and hope, resilience, as well as an outstanding word. To everyone who walks in his path, his name is the master sound therapist. He is the cherished Hooney Bakerton. Brother Hooney, how are you? And uh, you know, I'm so proud to bring him on tonight because it it, it, it means a lot to me uh, to to just have him on. Brother Huni, how you feel tonight?
3: Man, I am so excited. How you doing? First of all, Bro, I hi. want to say thank you. <laughs> I want to say thank you so much. Can you
2: hear me? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Okay,
3: all right, all right. I just want to start off by saying uh, yes. Uh, all praises due to all in all who's in all through all above and encompassing all. Thank you so much, listening audience, for uh, giving me your listening ear, your constant support, and uh, watching. The numbers, and it's not so much about numbers, but I look at not just a number, but each individual that took time to listen to me, to what I had to say and share from the time I've been a part of the Damon Network and Beverly Nation. O-N-E, I just want to personally thank each one of you. Um, and I'm, tonight's interview is a chance for to delve a lot higher to get to know why I think and feel and take certain actions that I tend to take in this day and time. So thank you so much for tuning in, and if you can't get it live, make sure you catch it by the archives. But it's always best to catch it live and direct. And I also want to say thank you personally to, yes, an anointed Master Sound Therapist uh, that was anointed by me, but you was actually anointed from the time in which you got here. Uh, The things in which you do on the music end is truly a divine gift. And what better person to grant me, uh, actually, in my third interview? Uh, So thank you so much, DJ Olasky. I really, really appreciate it.
2: Well, let's get into the journalistic prowess, shall we? What is the correct pronunciation of your name, and what does it mean, Unibapetum? Wow. (laughs) Right off the bat. There you go.
3: All right, here we go. Uh, Phonetically, that's part of what I do as a master sound therapist is using uh, tones and tonation uh, phonetics, okay? So phonetically, the best way to pronounce my name is like saying who, uh, like you're asking who and me together, okay? So it's who me. That's my first name. And the second name is Bach, B-A-K. Sound almost like a dog bark without the R, but it's bark. That's my middle name. And then Artun is my tribal and family name, okay? So the actual meaning of my name is the one who will strike his enemies like the hawk of the unique one.
2: I love that, man. It's almost like, you know, how. You almost got to breathe your name the same way. <laughs> my, my name is fully pronounced, but of course, you know, I got to be, American. I got to be the American businessman and say Ola Deli all the time, but that's okay. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's yeah. the old ski, all that, right? I try to make yes. it un-D. Okay, here we go. Why is Magic Man spelled with a J instead of a G and a K instead of a T, my brother?
3: Well, a lot of my family members, uh, when I was uh, coming up, like my Godfather, who actually watched me go from one phase to another, um being raised over here in the shores of America, I was always pretty much raised with like an Eastern type of concept uh as, as a new and as my Hebrew okay, and I actually was taken taken from uh from a synagogue church as well as the masjid, okay, so when I got in that particular. school a a lot of the the people at that time we was learning or relearning i should say a lot of the ancient languages of the scriptures in which they came down in so people like my godfather who had a a a watchful eye over me and actually watched me grow from one phase to another and and as i get in more in depth into this interview shout out to illumini because originally When you hear me speak about sound therapy, that's part of a gift that I actually received from him, which is my godfather, Illumin. But it was being such as him and the imams at the time, they called me in the Arabic tonation. They said, mutakabiru wahid, okay? And mutakabiru is like saying the majestic one. For those people who actually study uh, the Arabic language, mutakabiru, the majestic one. Okay, so that's what they used to call me. So that's why the magic is actually spelled with a J instead of a G. And it's actually a spinoff. I kind of condense. They don't speak uh, or take time to, to learn ancient languages besides what we're speaking over here in America. So that's why it's spelled that way and pronounced that way.
2: I love that man. You just broke it down again, man. By opening up, what the twenty seventh chapter of the Book of Honey tonight, by, 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 by talking about your name. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into
2: that. I can't wait,
3: especially nineteen ninety one. And I, I, oh wow, this is no, dangerous. I, I, like no, I said, no, no, not, there. No, I, I, I know, no, I, know I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's in due time. It's <laughs> gonna happen in due time. But I just want to let get... you know there's certain things that we've been talking off air about how significant you were even back then in 1991. But, yeah, I'm going to pause and, and wait for the next question, sir. <laughs> well, first of all,
2: I was Long Beach, California, again, 724444, 7444, the number 145234, pound, and then one pound, pound two? Listen to the conversation. Sorry to relate. Now, of course, how, how yeah, of course, you know, you asked me this question. You know, I grew up, you know, I believe in no religion now, I believe in the one and only, all in all, so we will have the same thought processes. I grew up, you know, of course, Pentecostal. Uh, how was, how were you raised, religiously, Mister Bakatu?
3: That's another very good question. As a Nubian Islamic Hebrew, the Nubian side actually takes place, with the origin of what most people are calling Christianity now, far as the concept. Okay, so when you really, really look at the what they call, especially the Europeanized concept or or the Paulite concept of Christianity, we get the uh, uh, Jesus Christ story. It actually goes back to my to, to the original homeland of Nuba. A lot of people are used to hearing the name Nubian and Nubia, which is really really a, a mispronunciation, a, a, a mispronunciation. Uh, of, uh, of the actual gnome and the actual home of Nuba. It's spelled N-U-B-A, not Nubian, but Nuba, okay? And Nuba is where most people, when they look, even in the Bible, when you look at the word Ethiopia or Kush, and see, that's another reason why, okay, and this can go back to the first question you asked me about why a K instead of a C okay and i do that a lot of times i do plant little seeds there so that's what that cage actually representing as far as a descendant of being from the land of kush okay on my great grandfather's side actually
2: now see the greatest thing about that is you're able to explain that a lot of people are not able to explain you know what they mean what they we you know you know and, and they say. so that's a problem in itself understanding where you came from. Like, well, you know, I don't believe in that stuff no more, so I don't want to bring it up. Well, okay, well, that's how you started, right, brother, Hooney? Like, okay, let's talk about the start first. But you know what, though? I got a song for the start, right? And this goes out to all the folk out there that think that I'm going to go through, you know, go through whatever I'm going to go through and keep it going through what I'm going through. Listen, I remember drinking muddy water. Shut up, Hooney. (laughs) Blue Raw, y'all. Yes, bring it on.
1: Baby, we gotta have a little talk. I oughta to pack up my thing and go. I know a dollar goes from hand to hand. But before I this, you go from man to man. I know that you drink muddy water all alone, yeah. I work for you like a Jaws and mule. My friends laugh at me and call me a fool. Your kisses are sweet as they can be. But before I let you make a fool out of me, I'd rather drink muddy water. Lay down and sleep in a hollow alone, <laughs>
3: Dug in the cr- crates for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was digging in the milk crates. So I'm telling you,
2: oh, wow, wow. All right, thanks for you, man. Are you against religion or religious doctrines?
3: Wow, man, you are dropping some bombs tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But I, I, I'm I'm really really uh, happy that you are asking me such a question, and my answer is no. First of all, I want to say that we as a people. Especially people of color are, are spiritual people. So no, I'm not. I look in this day and time, and sometimes I will be honest. It does sadden me that a lot of people are, are clinging on to what they call as religious practices by today's standards, but very few people actually do a thorough enough investigation in which all of these religious practices actually have their origin from. Even though in, in most of the scriptures that was handed down that most people read, be it the, the Tanakh, the Torah, or the Bible as we know it, the Old and New Testament, including El Quran, it's all laced with ancient practices. Ancient peoples and ancient stories are there. But a lot of times I have to be patient. So, no, I'm not against it. I just offer what I offer in hopes that they will one day elevate and and to be able to see uh, the truth, divine truth, that will not only bring us closer to being who and what we are and what we're supposed to be in our connection to all in all. So, no, I'm not against it. I just continue to do what I do. It's because a lot of times I also have to realize that some people just – it's not going to elevate they're not going to go any further than what they are so i i, I take a you know, great compassion with them and i can say either i'm going to help them and i'm just going to not just make them into a form of hell if you understand what i'm saying a lot of times in this information age people would debate back and forth and the ignorant will actually bring a person or try to give them information that they're not ready for so I would be doing a religious person a disservice if I try to offer something to them that they're not ready for. If you understand what I'm saying?
2: Overstand clearly. I'm going to overstand this question with you right now. How about overstand this?
1: <laughs> Why <laughs>
2: is learning scriptural languages a vital key to revealing? Now, look at This here. the mystery of God. Wow.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Learning the language, because that's one of the – one of the biggest tricks that has been played on the average mind, especially when it comes back to spirituality and religion, because religion tends to separate us from first being children of the Most High or children of nature for the people who no longer read the scriptures anymore, which is cool because to each his own, right? But I'm speaking especially for the people who have read the scriptures their whole life, and they might have a preacher, teacher, a pastor, whatever – person that they have that's standing in front of them, and they're not encouraging them to look at themselves as being a child of the Most High. And once they understand that they're a child of the Most High, that that makes them, as the Scripture says, an Elohim or an Elo that poorly translates as God. So here's the big kept secret that I'm going to reveal right now, especially for the listening audience, if you take time to really, really look these words up a lot of times the average mind of people say well why won't god make changes in my life Or why won't god stop evil or why won't god do this and that so if they fully understand and comprehend what the scriptures were saying the whole time that each individual is their god so the god that they should be praying to is the god itself and it don't make them the most high okay They makes us children of the most high but we got to take responsibility for ourselves and each other. And once we do that, like Psalms 82, verse 1 through 8, it would declare us as being an Elohim or a God. So hopefully think, uh, people will be able to use that to their advantage and stop allowing people to use it to their disadvantage. Please, do, I'm think, sorry. Do,
2: you, do you think people are scared to really seek you know, the scripture, and you know, a lot of times it, they get comfortable, uh, brother, uh, he, and in themselves and what they've learned, and or what turned them around, and they don't want to go seek higher levels. Uh, wh- wh- what do you say about that?
3: It, it, it comes down to responsibility, it's so much easier, and this is a game that has been played. You know what the name of this game is? It's called uh, passing the blame. People are so it's because it's so much easier when you look in the mirror man or woman because it's no gender once you look at yourself as a child of the most high it's no ain't no gender to the point where a man is above a woman or a woman is above a man we're all children of the most high right so that will make us an equal status but here's another key can i share another key that quick another key is if we if we look at ourselves and not just proclaim ourselves but take back our natural self-giving right as being a, a child of the most high that gives us the responsibility for ourselves and each other, right? Then we will be able to stop allowing all kind of things to happen to us, and then we will stop waiting for someone to come do something for us that we're not taking time to do for ourselves. But see, this is what a lot of people don't want. And as a people, this is where we have went, you know, totally in the wrong direction as a people. And this is why we once owned everything you can imagine on this planet. And now we're having a hard time reclaiming ourselves and taking full responsibility and ownership of ourselves because of misguided religious practices. Like I said, I'm not against religion, but I am against the ignorance that have brought us to a state of ignorance to the point where now this is 2018, another calendar year, and people are still fussing and fighting and arguing over stuff that should be fundamental to the point where I can acknowledge myself as an Elohim or a God, and I can see the God in you, and then there's a form of equality that would take place. We we'll would start to look at ourselves and each other differently.
1: We'll well, you know, I'm
2: gonna come out and say this before I ask you the next question, okay? Yeah. I am against uh-huh. religion. Okay, I'm, I am against religion. Okay, number number six. <laughs> the, how often do you use, and I notice you all the time, you often use the phrase, all praise is due to all and all. Now, Brother Honey, I'm going to put you on the spot tonight. Why is this necessary, brother?
3: <laughs> wow, you're really putting me on the spot. Well, one of the things I look at, and thank you so much for asking me that, is the reason why I wanted to make that clear, and I'm not the first one that, to actually say that. I've got to give credit what credit is due. It first started with um, one of the greatest master teachers that I've met personally, and I have traveled with him uh, since actually June 26, 1991, and he was known at that time as Seed Issa El-Hadi Al El Mahdi, later on known as Dr. Malachi of New York. One of the things that he gave to us, and I was traveling uh, as a student, Uh, when i met him he gave us what's what was called an affirmation where we started off and we used to say this affirmation at least three times a day once in the morning once in the afternoon and at three o'clock and sometimes you know it wasn't mandatory but we used to say that and we started that off as a part of all but then because i'm a thinking person and i'm a growing person and i realized that we have to not just look at ourselves as just being a part of all. We have to elevate. We have to make our conscious choice to elevate and to stop just being a part and become all in all. See, it's different levels to where we're at now. So that's why I do that, because I know if people have been accustomed to saying God this and spelling God many different ways, and then people confuse God with Allah in all kind of names that people are using. So I say, okay. Since we are all in all, right? Everything is connected. No one is really, really disconnected from one another. So I'm gonna again, as a seed planter, I plant those seeds out there. And like I say, I do give credit where credit is due. I give thanks to uh, uh, to Doctor Malachi V. York for for giving us uh, the affirmation. And like I say, it started off with a part of all. But then, because I am a thinking person, okay. So this is where advancement comes in at. So I just didn't just stop there. I had to make that conscious decision to become one with all. So that's why I use it as much as I possibly can in hopes that other people would catch on and follow suit.
2: Well, A lot of times, you know, people believe in all in all, and sometimes they stop believing and only get, you know, themselves in a situation where they might have just one window, right? But you know what, though, brother, who need that one that one window gives them a room with view. Shut up, honey. <laughs>
3: Bring it on in there. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All the folks out there, 724 put in number 142. I'm sorry, 145234 pounds. And then one pound and listen to the competition to start eight to relate. Here we go, y'all.
1: I've got a room. I've got a room with a
2: hand. Hey, holy we got a room. Got
3: a room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We <laughs> got a room with a hand. I've got a house
2: full
1: of trouble. And a room with a people with a hand. No pictures on my walls, just a ceiling up of my head. No rugs on my floor, no pillow on my bed. i got a room, i got a room with the view. i got a heart full of trouble. And a, room with a view of the, blue. And the wall. they are clothing in on me. The wall. they are closing in on me. There ain't no fool in my icebox. I don't even have a TV. Now the ceiling's getting so low, it's about to touch the floor. The blues keep on knocking, knocking on my door. I got a room. I got a room with a view. And I've had a home for of big and a room with a view of the blue. <laughs>
3: about Lou Ross, man. Uh, you're talking about a legend and classic. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, this is like an a, a added addition to what we're doing tonight. So, man, it blends so well.
2: Listen, man, all I know is that we, we continue to believe in what is being processed by fake people in this world. Tell our vision a schism, Negative realism, right? You know, I always say that, right? And it's true. So, it's true. you know, we we, we, we got to go, you know, into more details on this wonderful, wonderful interview tonight by a wonderful person who's given so much to so many. Now, question. You ready? Is yes. all in all the most high, brother?
3: That's another very good question, and my answer is No. And for the people who will take time to actually do some research, like I say, you got certain people that need to see certain things for themselves and some people who actually don't need it, you know. And here's one thing I want to say right quick. you got a lot of people that won't take time to find out for themselves. And on that note, if you don't take time, not you, DJ Lasky, but to the listening audience, if you really, really care to know and you really, really want to know, but you won't take time to find out for yourself, you have no one else to blame but yourself for not knowing. Okay? So, no, all in all is not the most high. Matter of fact, the most high is within all in all. Did you catch that? Everything that exists, everything that exists, exists in all. And this is why the phrase go, all praise is due to all and all who's in all, through all, above and encompassing all, meaning there's no difference. There's no place that you can go that all don't exist, and there's, I mean, from, the, from, from what you see to things in which you don't see, okay? Uh, from the in to the out, everything exists within all.
2: Why are people of color? melanites moors african-american native american etc whatever they want to call themselves these days you know can really be all in all through a whip off really. <laughs> <me> shut up
1: <laughs> why, yeah. why
2: are those so-called people so easily influenced and, and and they indulge in other people's habits and matters my brother
3: again that becomes a lack of responsibility You know, when you look at from from a time, especially going through the time of captivity, 400 years and counting, especially over here in the shores of America, as well as the rest of the world, but especially over here in America, um, when you look at us not being ourselves and thinking for ourselves and doing for ourselves, it opens the door for any and everything to happen to us. And it, it makes us so compassionate to other people's issues. And we are told, to, you know, especially when you listen to the media, you know, we bring up an issue about something that's going on with us, it's completely just hush-hush. Oh, that was in the past. You see that? That was in the past. If you bring out anything like that pertaining to captivity or the enslavement, you're quick to hear, or our people are quick to hear, that was in the past. And then most people just shut up and don't even make no big issue. But. They don't say that was in the past when it comes to uh, the 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 Holocaust. They don't say that was in the past when uh, when you look at things that took place in nine one one. You get what I'm saying. You don't. Nobody else finds a problem with reclaiming themselves or their plight or their fight for liberation. But when we tend to break bring up something such as uh, the the. All kinds of atrocities that took place during the time of our captivity, from the hanging to the dragging to the to everything you can imagine, to the mutilations, the raping. If we bring that up, it's always that was in the past. I'm sure you just leave past alone. You follow? So this is what makes us as a people so much compassionate to other people in their plight. But when it comes to our plight and fight for liberation, you can't hardly get us to really, really stand together and fight as one.
2: You know what? I, I definitely agree with that. Here's another question for you. And I'm, I'm going to start trouble because that's what I do. A lot of people understand, <laughs> you know, a lot of people understand, overstand, and don't understand that I am an overstand fan. We're beyond and around. But I'm a journalist. And I don't care. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm going to make you, I'm going to catalyze your mind. You ready for the next question I'm going to
3: say to you tonight? I'm almost afraid to hear, but yeah, go ahead. I'm never prepared, never scared. Go ahead,
2: sir. Be- be- before we go there, okay, 724 444 7444, put in pen in the one, four, five, two, three, four pounds, and then, of course, one pound to listen to the conversation and start to relate. Out of Long Beach, California, y'all, that's what we do. This is hashtag legacy, and I'm your boy, Ski. Shut up, Hunie. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What are some of the solutions that you, Brother Hooney, Mr. Master Sound Therapist, what could you offer to others who might need this type of assistance?
3: Well, that's an that's a, uh, excellent question. And I would have to say right off the bat, it's actually a three part. Start off with sound therapy. Dennis perfect harmony of sound therapy with me and my twin spirit sister, Fatima, Marty, or uh, Mackenzie. That's my twin spirit sister. We're working together, uh, a brother and sister team. We are working together as a male and female uh, partnership to help offer sound therapy because with that, our people need healing, real healing. Just like the, the outstanding comedian that was on before you brought me on to do this interview okay along with sound therapy where we include music mathematics science and art where people will be able to see the truth with music they'll be able to feel and hear the truth and with mathematics there's a number equivalent for everything so uh make no mistakes about it i'm offering and what me and my twin spirit are offering with personal harmony and sound therapy and of course we got the master's way perspective, and the science of becoming instead of learning. That's yes, hashtag science of becoming instead of learning.
2: Now you starting your mess tonight, brother. That's what you, that's what we're doing tonight. You want to give this type of knowledge to start your mess? I got something to you. <laughs> yes.
1: Because you know, can I can I can uh, I, can, I, yeah. can, I, can
2: I get on these wonderful slopes of fire on the mic Ooh, turn Yes. Can I do please? For you? Because please do. you know. All the folks out there that understand, you know, oh Lord, what's going on? -hmm. Your good thing's about to end. (laughs) Blue Ross,
1: y'all. I don't have to beg you to hold me. Cause somebody else will. You don't have to love me when I want
2: you Press star, I y'all if you will
1: Somebody else will oh. You could say about the come to an end. Yeah, baby. I'm hoping about your me you to say about the come. To an end. I watched the four walls I didn't have to welcome them all alone Whatever someone said they wanted me I didn't have to tell them I was your very own The
3: honeybee, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that blues, you got that blues all up in to you too, don't you? <laughs>
2: Listen, man, all I know is I'm trying to make my life more easier for the ear to hear. Listen, y'all, out of Long Beach, I'm here with this man, Winnie Bagatoon, and we got some people on the lizard tonight. How about I take a call from Southeastern Pennsylvania, y'all? You on the line right now with me? Ski. And my new show hashtag legacy.
4: It's DJ Philly Joy. How you doing?
2: Hey, what's up,
1: Joy? <laughs> hey, hey, how you? How you live? Hey. How you live? Hey. <laughs>
4: Bringing
1: joy to
4: I'm the world. A, I'm listening to a great conversation. I have a couple questions I want to ask. Well, One question in particular. Um, thank you for all the information you're putting out. All the heartfelt. Um, I don't know how to even how to even go. Like the signs will be coming. Try to figure out that with Fatima. Like how do you get into that first step? Just to reiterate that of the science of becoming. Like what what realization did you come to the note that you need to make it a science of becoming?
3: Wow, now that's that's really my uh uh well me and and my twin spirit as well. Our uh contribution to the world is is including, you know, prayer and meditation and really, really looking inside of yourself. That person in the mirror and taking full responsibility for being who and what we are, not being controlled, not necessarily being told about what to do or how to do. Once we take that strong initiation, uh, self-initiation, and make that connection to all in all, a lot of things is going to come out, and that's where the science of becoming actually is uh, is really, really about. You get to the point where you'll be able to not necessarily have to read a book outside of yourself. You'll be able to read the book that actually came with you because each individual has their own personal book of life. Your mind is called Lost Book of Honey, okay, and that's a generational thing for me. So the science of becoming and start of learning, you get to the point where you don't necessarily have to go to uh, seminaries and different schools of thought. You'll be able to look at your own thought process, you be able to think again on your own accord. you would be able to see things for uh, what they are, not for what you, you know, not you per se, Philly uh, uh, Joy, but far as the individual. We'll be able to look at things the way that they are and, and, and don't necessarily have to pretend otherwise. We'll be able to bring the best out in us. That's what the science of becoming is really, really about. I love, love, love
4: how you put that because that's, is like my whole thing in my mind lately is to just be who I'm meant to be and just, you know, the what about the outside sources, just continue to move forward in what I need to progress into. So I, I do thank you for that. It's so, so inspiring that you put it you make it so so plain. I love it. So thank you for being who you are and continue. Yeah, to thank do you
3: so much. The- thank you so much. Because you are here bringing joy into the world. I I, I mean personally I look at what you do, and you talking about sound therapy. Your tone alone brings a lot of healing into this world. So, I, I mean, I humbly uh, say to you, thank you so much for uh, taking a stand and being that willing worker that we all need. Not too many people want to do that. You know, many people can look at the so-called problem, but not too many people is ready to take that stand. So, and you're one of those willing workers. So, I, I salute you, and and and. Uh, like I say, I, I appreciate your show and appreciate all that you do
2: as well.
4: Thank, thank you. Thank you, for calling. thank you so
3: much. God bless. Bless you too.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. That was uh, DJ Philly Joy, Joy to the World, coming on Mondays, you know, all the time, Beverly Nation. Right. Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard. more can I say about the great Sagittarius? Shut up, Joy. You can't say that. I'm going bring it back going <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got you. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, of course, let's get back to the program here from Long Beach, California. Are you in fear of losing your life, sir? Or do you have a concern? Or are you concerned if you are hated for trying to make a difference, sir?
3: Um, honestly, no. Uh, I don't have an ounce of fear in my body at all. Uh, or why, my is mind. Why, why is
2: that? Why is that?
3: Uh, again, <laughs> I'm not going to say certain things out here because there's power in words. I'm just going to put it this way, though, okay? Most people who are out here to make a difference, they are met with hatred, and they are met with all kinds of things. But I will say this, I'm not uh, a Dr. Martin Luther King type of dude, and this is not throwing shade on the late great ancestor, Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm just saying I'm a different character. Uh, like I said before,
2: uh
3: I may appear silent, but I believe in violence when I have to.
2: Wow, you sound like a man that uh are you still growing within that statement, brother you know saying you know uh, that, I, you know if you have to use violence, you will other than be using uh to intact
3: well i i you know that that's what the, the Coming to know myself, trust me, I had to get to a point where discipline comes in at. And I'm going to say this, you know, I'm not going to, because you never know who's actually listening, you know. So I'm the type of person when it comes to uh, combat and all battles isn't physical, okay. So I want to say this, uh, that's not actually the first thing I want to do is get into a physical uh, uh, battle. I do my best to be able to take care of it on a spiritual plane or a mental plane, but if I have to take it there, I will. But the, the, the bottom thing is, or the bottom line, as I like to say, is it came with a lot of discipline. And trust me, you know, with the, within the confine on the pages of Lost Book of Huni, it made me uh, a very disciplined type of person because how I used to get down, I mean, broad daylight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you know a, a second thought. But with the with that particular book and those pages started opening up to me, it made me much more uh, disciplined. And uh, uh, I, it, it's a lot of strategy that I use uh, when it, when I have to take it there. I just leave it leave it like that.
2: Roger Straussman, my professor, I hear you very, very clear in my head. Change the subject. Do you enjoy all types of music? <laughs> and what are your, some of your favorite genres?
3: <laughs> yes, uh, I, I actually do, especially if it's good music. it's got a good melody, uh, and I love live music. You know, a lot of people can go in the studio and they can go in, and, and and put certain things together. It don't do anything for my soul. Now real soul music like you're playing tonight on tonight's uh uh soundtrack with the with the late uh, or the great Lou Ross, I love music like that. The melody and everything have to have to harmonize and, and make me feel a certain way when it comes to my soul. Now, uh, my favorite, I would have to say I love um music that, that makes me feel good. I love uh love music love making music such as uh R and D slow music. That, that that really really does a lot for me. Not just when it comes to help setting the mood, but I love the way that a lot of the, the, the singers actually, you know, when they're writing and they're composing and they're they're putting those love songs together. That's where real, real emotions uh actually comes in, comes out. So to me I'm at my best when I'm able to tune in to some of that 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 uh that, that love making type of music you know as well as gospel
2: what? oh really okay wait a minute now brother when he to turn. i mean you say yeah. you love that, go- that you know, good old-fashioned good feeling gospel music why is that
3: well it, it, the faith that our people had again spirituality i know that sometimes it, it's not so much what our people have been believing in or been led to believe in it's each individual that's actually given the, uh, the power to what we are believing in, not so much the power is being given to the believer. See, a lot of people have got it the wrong way. Each individual is given power to what they believe in and not the other way around. So when it comes to gospel music, I, I, I like the fact that, first of all, a real a soul singer, such as, um, uh, man, I can go with uh, uh, Anthony Hamilton. I can go with um, a lot of the ancients. Like, uh, what was his name? Mahalia Jackson. Remember that song that she sung uh, on one of those movies? What was it called? Trouble the Waters or something like that? Mahalia Jackson.
2: Listen to the way that she sings. You're talking about uh, soon we'll be done with the trouble of this world. Yes. Yes. Trouble,
3: yes. Oh, my God, man. Just the way that she sung that song alone, And you know, a church is, is one of the schools that I went through. It, it was, it was a, a way of life for a while. And, again, I look in this day and time, you know, a lot of people is comfortable with what they have been taught by today's standards. But everything has an origin, you see. And, again, well, you know,
2: for uh, those you, who are for, am you start you starting your mess, man, man. Don't start your mess with me.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't start your mess right here. <laughs> yes, Bahia uh, Jackson, y'all. Just for a minute. Says Hootie brought her up. Uh, my name is Olad Ski. <laughs> Bound therapist. Yes. We'll
1: be Trouble, love,
2: See, honey, Baka tune. You started trouble. Don't start trouble on my program because that's you know dedicated, <laughs> <to my mother. laughs> dedicated to my oh, mother. Dedicated to my mother, right? Yeah, uh, Debbie yeah. Those, All right, uh, that was her favorite song, and. See, you bring up stuff here right now. I don't mind sharing.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, you know, my mother had a very, very outstanding prayer life. You understand? And for her, when I come downstairs and I see her, and she's sitting in her chair and she's reading her word. And, yeah, I remember a lot of things that have, have, have brought me to the table of, being who I am as Ski, right? Hearing that on Saturday morning, not Saturday morning when she's cooking a wonderful breakfast, right? And you hear, soon it will be done. With the trouble of this world, man, what you talking about, huh? What you talking about, honey? I mean, it's not about religion. It's about the about about sound therapy.
1: See, what, when you
2: when you when you're living right, you you, you know. Your old, the old song, I don't forget, you know, I grew up grew up in the Pentecostal church. And I, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't through with you. You know, I, I got a question to ask you. No, you ain't enough. I'm going to take you. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so please listen, share. Please share. Listen, yes. listen um, when, you, when you're growing up, you know, and you know, you know, the old folks say when you live right, whatever it is for you, heaven belongs to you. And the an old song, y'all
0: might. If you live right, heaven belongs to you. If you live right, heaven belongs to you. Live right,
2: heaven belongs to you. Oh, heaven belongs to you. Is your method or messages for everyone? probably
3: Honestly, it's not, and and I'm comfortable with that. Uh, Again, it's not that it can't be applied for all people who will take time to become themselves, uh, to be able to to not only take that responsibility but start looking at people as they're so much better than the next person or someone else is less than that that, that person, you know. Um, So, no, I know a lot of people won't get it. It's not that they can't. Now, this is key. Notice when I say that, this is key, right? It's not that they can't do it, but they made the conscious choice not to get it. And it's okay. It's okay.
2: What do you enjoy about having a bi weekly show on the greatest network of all time? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love know. that <laughs> question
3: there. I love that question there. Uh What I enjoy, it gives me a chance to do something uh, that I pretty much was born to do, to be honest. You know, you'd be surprised how many times I I just wanted to just walk away, not because of fear or that I wasn't comfortable in my own skin with what I had to share with the world. That wasn't it. Uh, But it, 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 it used to be a burden. I would say that. It used to be a burden is when you have a message that, that not only want to help uplift people, but when you look at the state of mind that a lot of people have, a lot of people's minds have become trapped into a form of dependency, not self-dependency, this is key, but to be dependent, waiting, procrastinating, and not taking the initiative. You see, that's what that burden actually comes in like i said with uh uh DJ Philly Joe who called in you know as a willing worker and i am one of them uh sister uh Phyllis, she's also a willing worker i look at uh, the soul twins they're willing workers and so are you so no um we have we have some serious work to do now i i want to say one more thing uh before you get to the next question right quick in 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 relation to that last song you spoke about your mother um, as she continue to travel on peacefully, just like my uh, grandmother, my mother's mother. Uh, when I think of her, when I listen to that song you just played, I think about my, my, my grandmother, my mother's mother, who had so much faith. And this is a vital a key point. Listen to the way in which she delivered that song. This was during a time when our people was getting hung, dragged, and going through all kind of, one of the most challenging uh, times, right? And just her tone alone, not only did it help increase the faith in what we had faith in as a people, but it gave us the strength to be able to not give up the fight. You understand? This is during a time where uh, a lot of people were was, was starving by, uh, you know, lack of food or eating bad food at the time. But that vibration, see that's what sound therapy comes in at. Okay? Sound therapy, the song alone will be able to feel an empty stomach. You see, that's what a lot of people don't 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 really really catch when when you really, really get into the tennis of sound therapy. So I just wanted to put that out there right quick.
2: Well, first of all, you know I'm a wonder twin, so you know, being a wonder twin, I'm gonna start trouble. That's what I do. As far as the other <laughs> On the network, do you feel you're in with
3: any of them? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. I mean, I look at uh, and listen to all shows I possibly can. I mean, I, I'm listening to Brilliant Minds. First of all, it's not for everyone. Everyone can't do what we do to be a part of a uh, radio and and a lot of times when 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 that that. Last song, start or that initial song, it's just us and our thoughts. And we are, you know, speaking our peace, our thoughts, and our feelings to the listening ears out there. And I know I'm not the only one doing it. I listen to brilliancy. Each host from Beverly Nation to Damien Network, and I'm talking about Brilliant Minds. And so no, I'm not in no personal competition. Matter of fact, I salute each and every one of them. And I'm just just happy to be a part of what we're doing as a whole. This is why it's called O and see?
2: You start a mess, that's what we're doing. That's what that's are doing. you know, that's, yes. that's exactly what you're yes. doing. Out, out of out do We're doing kind <laughs> of 7444. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Love it. And number yes. one four five two three four. Pound and then one pound to listen to the conversation and star eight to relate. Now, all the folks out there that press star eight, I see, you know, as you know, I'm trying you know, getting through this interview because I think every word that Hone bottle Tune is saying is so important. It should be read, and I'm getting everybody in, but we get, you know, where they can fit in. Now, listen, ski is all about you, and it's all about the music. So, of course, I had some situations and complications with my wonderful special guest tonight. He said, my brother, um, you know, I'm the master of sound service, Hoonie Bakatoon, a.k.a. The Magic Man. How you doing tonight? So, I, you know, <laughs> you know I'm, 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 I'm just upset with him because, you know, this is part of his addition to this wonderful soundtrack. You he bum, Here we go. I told you I had <laughs> you, didn't I? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dedicated to brother Hooney Bakatoon, y'all. Let's get it in.
1: Hey,
2: Hooney. Hey. I'm just seeing, brother. Can Luke ski you?
1: Yeah. As long as Someone who loves you, tender like I do. you, oh, never mind, no matter what you think, someone who never see what you found in me. You keep searching and searching.
2: Hmm.
3: That is
0: key on you.
3: <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. Yes, that was my special request right there. Yes. Listen,
2: folks, I'm going to bring on some wow. people on here right now. It's funny you said about, you know, are you afraid or, you know, are you willing to risk your life? Look, man, you know, last year I did, man, was on the Ku Klux Klan, man. We're going to bring them back on next month right here on hashtag Legacy. Okay, so stay tuned. All right, <laughs> on that note, oh, wow, we're going to wow. bring on the first, you know, one, one of the calls of the night. Here we go. Uh, New York City, second call tonight. You're on the line right now with me, your homeboy, O. Lad Skew. What's happening?
0: Hello, this is Medina. Hey, Medina, how you doing? That's my homegirl. That's my homegirl. How's everybody? You know, this is a very sensitive um, topic for me, and it's a beautiful topic, too, because, you know, I know a lot of beautiful brothers, smart brothers, um, Kemet brothers, and Israelite brothers, and they're beautiful, gifted, talented men, and I don't, if if Kemet is not a religion, it's a spirit spirituality, and, Israel is not a religion; it's a chosen people. Why is it so hard for the men to get together and It hurt me that the men don't come together, especially our black men don't come together in love and I know it has everything to do with what you and the brother was talking about. It has everything to do with fear um just being stubborn, and most of all, I know the answer is love, but I just want to ask the brother why it's so hard for the men to get along in those two religions, you know, because that's what I study the most, um, Kemet and Israel, Hebrew. And it hurt me
3: that our brothers can't get along. You know, that's a very good question. And thank you so much. It, you say your name is Medina? Yes. Okay. And, 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 and it's, here is the, the reason why. First of all, me, the Master Sound Therapist, don't have a, uh, an issue with any brother that's out there, okay? But here's some cold, hard facts that what, uh, Huni Barker or Toon is going to share, okay? And it, you got to remember, we all are supposed to be from the same family. So it's not uh, what the scriptures actually say themselves. It's the philosophy and the indoctrination that people are blending in outside of what's actually in the written word. It's the common sense that was removed. Now here's mm-hmm. my point. Yes, you can't name. You can't name uh, uh, a Hebrew prophet. I mean, the major prophets. So Moses. If we want to talk about uh, uh, Israelite, right? But he was most notice. Notice how they do that now. Okay. Moses was raised in egypt according to what, what the word says for 40 years right so that's moses that's where the vein of judaism comes in at and you take the lord and savior as he's called and accepted uh jesus christ was taken into egypt as a baby for 12 years of his life not to mention father abraham who sojourned in, into egypt right so the bottom line is Egypt is laced, including El islam for a lot of people who, 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 have, who have left, who think, because it's only a thought, who think they left the fold of Christianity and went into Islam, like there's something totally different. And all that is is a continuation of Christianity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You follow? So the yeah. bottom line is it, it comes down to indoctrination, things that people added in, and that's not even included in the scripture, even if it is. Common sense was removed, you get what i 'm saying system uh, yes, well, feel like the a common a lot of men sense. is just stubborn
0: too like I feel like men yeah. is stubborn.
3: yeah yeah and and this is where, and just and I'm with you on that i don't see, and I think I should not just think I shared this with uh uh with d j Lasky. you know, I have seen some Caucasian men that have a breasts together. you understand, and again, we got to do this, we got to be able to not necessarily put aside our values. But it's Mm -hmm. not that serious, not that serious when it comes to family, because I have said this time and time again, and I'm going to say it tonight on this interview. The the enemy, the open enemy, be it black or or, or white, because it's not just white people coming at us. We got some, some, some black people that just don't care about us. I'm talking people who look just like us. You understand, so it's not no hate everyone just because they're not right. you know African American or black, right? A lot of our enemies look just like us. Matter of fact, the worst of our enemies look just like us. But here's the right. point: I can watch them come together in business. I can watch them not necessarily put aside their values together, but you know, put aside you know what they personally believe. But when it when when it comes to uh, the bigger picture, the overall picture. You see, so what I'm saying, Sister Medina, it's not so much about what Huni, Bakatun have faith in or what someone else have faith in. It's about, this is why I put that out there, If we acknowledge that we're all children of the Most High for the people who need to hear it that way, or children of nature for those people who are esoteric or the people who's into uh, ancient sciences or uh, Egyptian mysteries, I'll put it that way. Bottom line is we're still one and the same people. And we have been separated enough, but now, through this so called information that people have been believing in, not really, really knowing, but they still have belief in it, right? This is what opens the door for people to continue right. to uh, be separate from one another. And
0: it truly hurts that we can come together, because I think if we come together, it will be so beautiful and we will be so powerful.
3: It, it's over. It's over. A lot of the issues in which we have, outside enemies outside of ourselves i'm going to leave it with this thought here you know people and this is one thing i, I don't like about a lot of brothers you know brothers tend to be very argumentative with one another i'll come and, and if you didn't hear me say it before i want to say this before the world who's taking time to listen to me by interview i don't look at myself above any other brother i am a brother right and trying to do my part or do are willing to do my part to try to help make a difference in my life and our life as a as a whole. It's time for us to do something for ourselves. Bottom line is, when you look at the enemy and how they're doing, when you know when we talk about open enemies here, that's been uh, uh, just been doing any and everything right. to us as a people and getting away with it. That that type that's, of enemy is what I'm talking yeah. about. Right now, notice how. And this is straight from the Lost Book of Hoonies. D.J. Olasky, this is a page for you, family, right? They can put aside whatever issues. They can, have. They can be generational enemies, mind you. Put that aside, right, momentarily, and let a foreigner or a foreign enemy that's different from those two, right, put, put those issues to, you know, aside momentarily, take care of that foreign enemy, right, and then go right back to being enemies. Mm -hmm. You see, until we as a people get to that state, it's nothing but talk and rhetoric because that's where it's easy, see. It's easy just to talk about a situation, right? It's easy to find issues and fault with something, right? But But to be able to say, let's find some common ground. And the common ground is, here it is right now. This is key. The common ground is for all of our liberation because when they come for us, And they are coming for us and never stop, right? Mm -hmm. They don't care what we call ourselves. You understand? Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't care what we call ourselves, right? Until we get to the point, like the enemy, they can put their differences aside. Then we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You understand?
3: We're gonna keep doing what we're doing.
2: But you know, I, I, I give thanks. Well, first of all, I want to thank I want to thank Medina for calling into the show because we got some more some wonderful questions going. on. Medina, you know how I feel about you. You already well, know. Thank, thank y'all. You. Thank y'all. You know this is a really touchy for me because, like I said yesterday,
0: I have five sons and they don't get along in love, and I feel it all the way around. I feel it with my sons. I feel it with my brothers. It just hurts, and it hurts, and I love your show, and it's helping me to even listen. So thank you. You know what?
2: No, thank you for welcome. listening. Thank to you us. so much. Hold on, thank you so much for listening to O E Right Honey every single night. Medina is sold out to us. How about that, Medina? How about that?
3: <laughs> much respect.
2: Thank you. So I love her. You know what I mean, very much. Thank you so much, young lady. And let's go into this, okay? And this is something that I have to really ask you, brother. How many of our people are angry? And what can be done to remove that anger?
3: Man, many of our people are angry. You know, and that's what so that's what it breathes. And what can be done is sound therapy. Looking in the mirror, accepting ourselves for who and what we are, and doing something about it. We can pray, and I'm not against prayer. We can meditate, and I'm not against meditation, right? But Mm -hmm. until we get to the point where we're willing, and you would think that we would be angry and upset enough to be able to bring us together as a people right but we have to re-strategize we can't go to any enemy and come you know combat an enemy in a state of anger right so that's where healing actually comes in that taking Mm -hmm. time to to tune into that inner voice and that inner vision inside that's where the connection, the real connection comes in. It's not so much about learning so much exterior information on the outside of ourselves in the form of books, right, but getting to know ourselves, why we do what we do as a people, what changes that we can possibly make as individuals and as a collective.
2: Now, do you know your story, your family ancestry, and, you know, just besides being raised here in, in, in this America?
3: My my answer is yes, sir, I do. Uh, you know, it's been taught to me primarily by my mother and my fathers and my godfather, uh, as well as certain things I took time to learn myself. So that's where prayer and real prayer and meditation come in at. Not praying to an unknown source that can't be verified. I got to the point where I came in contact with myself, so faithfully, you know, I don't know if we have time, the luxury of time, for us to be able to open that up, but if we do, then I'm, I'm willing to share that part uh, of my life as well.
2: Listen, out of Long Beach, California, 724 Put 7444 number 145234 two three four pound. And then one time, listen to the conversation, and sorry to relate. Uh, you have to have fear. Sometimes you have to have the art of fighting without fighting. And, that, and that's something that you have to learn a lot of times, especially when it comes down to the spiritual realm understanding people, understanding what's going on, understand what's around you, you know, things don't affect you. That's what – that, that, that angers for a lot of people too. So, you know, in the movement, what you're trying to do, honey, is being able to teach, and that's the key to all of it. Now, of course, we have some callers out there, and guess what? You know, we're going to you know, do this soundtrack. I'm going to ski out here for you all. And, and, brother, we ain't playing with you no more, okay? I mean, I, I've been calling <laughs> I back you all night. You know, I think <laughs> I want you to close your eyes, and I want you. To, I want. I'm going to give you some sound therapy tonight. Can I do that?
3: Yes, please do. Thank you.
2: Love is a hurting thing, my brother. Blue. Oh my
1: goodness. For every little kiss, there's
2: a little kiss
1: on. For every single thrill, there's another heartache. The road is rough. Go and get tough. Yeah, the going gets wet. Yet love is a bad thing. Oh, love is a bad thing. When you're in my home, I'm a king on the throne. Europe, but when you're a thought, I want to speak alone. One day, happiness. The next day all in it Oh, love is a hurtin' thing Oh, love is a hurtin' thing well, Love brings so much joy I must be free for pain Yes, it's a mystery that nobody
2: with you. <laughs> wow.
3: Wow. Yes. Yes, indeed. That's, that's what you call sound therapy right there. Real listen, The me, melody. Listen.
2: Wow. Listen, listen. We have people out there. You know, the lines are full right now. And I see you. Press star eight to relate to me right now before this show is over. You're going to regret if you didn't press star eight. But we're going to have a caller right now. And uh, caller, you're on the line right now with me, Ski. And hashtag legacy.
5: Well, good evening, my sound therapist. Correction. My master sound therapist, brother, Hunibak Atun. This is Anna Waddell of the Soul Twin. Yes, and a master sound healer as well. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm full. Trust me. <laughs> you are filling me yeah. up. I am so proud of everything that you're espousing, the knowledge that you're sharing the truth that you're beholding and just releasing it in order that we can release ourselves from this oppressive bondage, but also our own self-inflicted bondage. And the best way in doing it is through the education, the tools that you're providing and what we can find, you know, about ourselves on our own. So you're doing your thing. And the music, DJ O'Laski, oh it's like <laughs> getting it in my son. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's getting I, it I'm in. All you up and know, down memory lane. <laughs> Ain't that right. Hey, do me a
3: favor, uh, for the listening audience, because uh I know that you gave that invitation for me and I'm willing, I'm still waiting to get confirmation from my son. Please, for the listening audience, uh Speak about the name of your show and the time in which uh, The twin comes on.
5: Okay. My name is Anna Waddell, and Edward Burks and I host a show entitled The Soul Twins, which will be on next Tuesday, January 16th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Damon Network. Dial in access code 142107. And we're working on our premise now. I'll just say that it's in relation, a tribute to Dr. King. And we'll also close out with a cipher. So if there's any poets, conscious rappers on the line that's interested in participating, please do. I had a question, though, Honey. Yes. Okay, when you talked about the Lost Book of Honey. And I understand everybody has a book of life, okay? Is there a process to discovering the lost book? I mean, what's the difference between the lost book and the life book?
3: Well, the difference is, and that's a very, very good question, the lost book, uh, it has to do with things that actually was before me in this day and time. Uh, A lot of times, you know, it it was like a diary that was opened up and given to me, to be honest. Um, I I attribute it to 1991 uh, when the book actually was was really, really opened up and read to me, to be honest. But when I really, really think about it, it pretty much was with me my whole life. You know, I used to, like I say, through prayer and meditation. I studied myself, and this is key right now. uh, I'm not against. You know people studying whatever they want but i'm going to say this from personal experience no book can tell you more about you than your own personal book uh and that's one of the things that that uh opened me up to prepare me for what i'm doing uh in this day and time okay uh so uh lost book of honey it was it, it, it 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 amazes me to be honest I don't know no way to really, really put it, but I will say it gave me guidance. Like I say, it, it uh, allowed me uh, to have a temperament and to be patient and to re-strategize my life. And anyone who knows me, especially, you know, before 1985 and, and 1981 and as family and people who watch me, uh, they know that there was a drastic change that took place in my personal life. So it's not something that I make up. As a matter of fact, I say this to my son. Shout out to CQ. I tell him, I say a lot of times, not so much what I say. What do my photos say to you? You know, like I said, some things I can't make up, but there's, there's certain things that's going on with certain photos that I take that is, is the evidence is right there, and no, it's not Photoshop.
2: Right. right, all right, Anna Waddell, you got your answer there. Thank you so much for calling into this program, and thank you. You know, I mean, I just do my my thing on the wheel. So you know, you you already, <laughs> do. yes, you
5: yes, know. I know, Honeybee.
2: All right, thank you so much, and 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 you know, like I said, Anna Waddell is one of the people that support all of our hosts on a constant basis. Going we'll back to that other question, should it be any competition? No, because if you have, if you already think you have competition with the family, then you don't need to be with O and A. Did
3: I say it out loud? Oops, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> yes, absolutely true. Thank you so much for calling in and blessing the magic man as you always do. Love let's your go back, Love your Let's show. go
2: back into this. You know, is it a need for us to have our own military at this
3: time? Yes, finally, yes. Because this is something that a lot of our people want to shy away from. Yes, we need it. The same way that any nation in their right state of mind, have to have some of us and i'm included that's willing to do whatever we need to do to prevent to, to defend ourselves against all enemies, whether enemies look just like us or enemies who look completely opposite of us we well, have
2: i got got come on with this now of course that's going to be paramilitary you know if you're talking about yes. in this country uh and when you think that would be a, a dire uh a disaster because of course this country owns you know, all five branches. Now, you talking about having your own military? How can you defeat, you know, a, a supremacist union that is that is brought together to destroy? ask that question, brother. I want to hear that. That's
3: a very good question. I'm glad you answered that.
2: First of all, children of
3: the Most High and children of nature. I'm speaking. This is. I'm speaking to both of us. Okay, we have no words. If we was to stand up and be ourselves, right, and get ourselves together, like Sister Medina put aside the board, you know what, aside, and do what we have to do, right? Not only will we be prepared, ready, and willing, we got our ancestors, be it the Elohim or the angels, whatever you want to call them, or our nature deities, you understand, that will come to our aid. But they're not going to come to our aid with us continuing to do what we've been doing to ourselves and each other.
1: Now so I'm not there.
2: worried. Right? Are you saying that? Are you saying that you know the uh, the scriptural story of it would be a a uh, spiritual Gideon, so to speak, where you know you only have like you know three thousand to fight to to defeat the hundreds of thousands. That's what you mean, brother? Spiritually? Yes.
3: And I, yes. I want to share a quick story, and this is true for those people who know me and who are connected to me via Facebook. People know that there's a connection between falcons and hawkins hawks in my life. Like I said uh my name, as I said earlier in this interview, this actually happened, okay? There was a time when I actually saw, and I didn't realize what it was, okay? For the listening audience, hear me clearly, and picture this, what I'm about to say in, in, uh, in your mind. There was a time where I was in the back of a, a, a client of mine's property, and I walked in, and I didn't realize what it was. I see birds and hawks and falcons all the time, right? So as I got closer, I said, wow, this is a miniature version of what I normally see. I got it all on video, still pictures and everything, right? And as I got closer, I realized that this is a miniature, like a baby hawk or falcon that I I see at random. So all of a sudden, I hear a sound. Here's where nature comes in at, right? I hear a sound, but it was a different sound that hawks and falcons normally make. The baby hawk just took off right, and started flying backwards, all of a sudden this, uh, evidently it had to be a mother hawk, Mother Nature, for the people who need to hear it that way, came out of nowhere, snatched her baby, and then just vanished just like that. Now, that was a sign for me. I I wanted to record it because, you know, in this day and time, people want evidence, right? I wanted to get it on video, but it wasn't time for me to get it on video. It was time for me to have that personal experience and to share it with those people who need to hear it that way did you catch that so just no like doubt. that mother came to get just like that mother came to get her baby at the sign of a threat our ancestors the real ones will be there for our aid and there's no weapon on earth that can that can contest with what they have but they're not going to come to our aid with us continue to do what we're doing arguing back and forth over simply nonsense
2: you have another caller right now, Brother Hooney, and it's funny that, you know, you know, the great callers call in at that time where, you know, they say, oh, I got to get in here. Come on, just get in here. You're on the line right now with Hooney Bacatone, you know, being interviewed by the one and only honey big.
6: Hi, how are you? Do- <laughs> Excuse me. How are you tonight, Brother Hooney? <laughs> I am
3: excellent, but I even I'm even more blessed to be able to hear your tone of voice. Thank you so much. Uh, Ms. Antonia Batch for calling in and blessing the National
6: tonight. Thank you. Thank you for identifying my voice, because I have to admit, I um, I usually, when you come on to my show or whoever else's show, I can just identify you because of your positive demure. I have to admit, Brother Hooney, you are one of the more positive uh, black males out there that I've heard in a while and- You inspire me to believe that no matter what anybody has to say, everybody can't be um, positive by um, just their image, but just positive by what they bring to the table. And you definitely, every time I hear you, you always don't allow anybody to take you off point from whatever you have to bring to whatever show that they have. My mother and I were talking tonight, um, coincidentally, uh, about how some, um, unfortunately, some mothers, not just black mothers, but some mothers don't uh, school or train their sons on how to be courteous, not only to women, but also to other men. And it's a coincidence. We use that as a small part of our conversation, but in a big way. And as a result, that is the reason why a lot of them can't seek peace with themselves. And everything that you present, Brother Hooney, whether it's something that um, is agreeable to someone else's uh, topic or not, you definitely put it in a way to make people understand you are not um, a person there to attack them, but a person who definitely knows how to address things and show your appreciation. You're just one one in so many millions out there that um, really just represent very well. And you don't let your religion or anybody's religion stand in the way, but you have no problem explaining stuff. And I have a real appreciation for that. I just wanted to let you know, I've been listening to quite a bit of your dialogue, maybe not all of it tonight, but the majority of it, um, and it was a pleasure just to listen to you. So I'm glad that um, Brother O had brought you on and accompanied you with some good music, some great music as a matter of fact, and I'm yeah. to listen to you.
3: Thank you so much, and many blessings to your mother. I mean that's truly a blessing right there. you know my mother, as well as d j olasky uh are traveling on, and may they continue to travel on peacefully uh but much respect and I am who and what I am because I have one of the greatest mothers that uh, a child could ever have. much respect to my mother Todd uh La Reche Atum. that's my mother uh, you know may she continue to travel on and uh she was one of the strongest women that i know uh and she also had a lot to do with me uh being uh, raised a warrior type standing up and doing whatever i have to do especially when it comes to uh me taking care of myself uh and protecting myself and my loved ones so much respect to my mother your mother and all mothers
2: first of all i'm so glad that everybody appreciates the music tonight um you know it, it, it's wonderful to have you know, this show, being able to uh get back into what I love to do, and that's journalism, man, be able to interview a lot of people. Understand that the spotlight is on definitely the people that I interview and I, I'm so grateful to have Winnie Bakatoon on and I'm gonna give him the hardest question of his life. Yeah, that's right, brother. I'm here to do that. <laughs> wow. When did you receive your calling? And have you ever felt like giving up on all of it
3: yes, initially, um it pretty much was with me my whole life, uh but a lot of people who know me uh especially my family, those people who watch me go from one phase to another. I spoke about an extraordinary being, the distant Rider, which was uh um something that most people will read about when I put it in the document form. It happened actually on my graduation night is when uh My graduation night of uh, June thirteenth, 1985, uh, there was a time when I really, really needed to stand up and defend myself, Um, and that was a time that I used to really, really walk away. Not that I was afraid, but I used to walk away, and I didn't want to get into combat, and and I always knew, because this is where self-study comes in at. I always knew what I was capable of doing. But what's so unique about this particular morning, the morning of my graduation, um, I remember being on the porch of my, my, my grandfather at the time, and I woke up early one morning and, uh, you know, just shooting the breeze and, and a couple of, of my, my homeboys that uh, I was getting ready to walk the stage and graduate that night. So, uh, you know, we're doing our thing back in the day, you know, we're doing a little puff puff cast thing. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't always a spiritual person to the point where I didn't, you know, drink and smoke and carry on and, and get in little battles and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, so the, we started the rotation, and all of a sudden, this is where inner hearing and inner vision comes in at. I heard a voice that says, for many nights you walked away, tonight you won't be able to walk away. So I'm looking at the Puff Puff Pass, right? I'm looking at the Puff Puff Pass, and I'm like, you know, and I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, uh, did y'all hear that? And They were like, hear what? You know, but it was only for me to hear in a hearing. And lo and behold, later on that night, this is after I walked the stage and graduated. Uh, bottom line is, to give you the condensed version of the story, y'all will be able to read about it uh, in document form uh, in due time. But the bottom line is uh, there was a neighborhood bully, he caught, let's say, six and a half, almost seven years of a straight-up ass with him all in one night.
2: That's how you're getting down right there? That's how you're getting down right
3: there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> listen, yeah.
2: Listen, yes. you know, one thing that I enjoy about what you say is you say what you mean and mean what you feel. The difference in mean what you say Everybody can mean what they say. That's nothing, okay? Mean what you feel is being able to enunciate what cannot be uttered. Did you hear what I said, brother? Yes, I do. You have a caller out of California right now that wants to say something to you. This is hashtag Legacy, and I'm your boy Ski. it on the air. Oh, I, I'm sorry.
4: Hi, how you guys doing? It's me, the Godmother Funk. I just want to say... Oh, no, I, I know you not. <laughs> no,
2: you're not going to come on and say your Godmother, <laughs> Godmother <laughs> Funk there. Who do you want who, who,
4: who do you love to? <laughs> wow. I love you guys. The, your topic is so good. Um, a lot of um, men, too, they, they have to let go of their pride. A lot of men, you know, they can't get along because they have so much pride, you know, they, they just can't, can't let it go. Just can't let it go and release it. That's another problem with a lot of brothers that can't get along. Um, Earlier today um, when I was out, I had um, ran into some guys. They were like having a confrontation and it's so funny because they were speaking on the Bible and To me, I was always taught that you're never supposed to argue about the Bible. But I have a question because one of the guys, when they were talking, it kind of made me think like, hmm. I've been wanting to know this answer too. I want to know what is a good Bible to read for the the younger and the middle age that can give us a good understanding because. A lot of us read read different Bibles, and we have different beliefs. And some of the Bible Bibles they leave stuff out, like you said. They don't. They take away. So me, I'm a new beginner in Christ. I, you know, trying to turn my life over, and I want to know what is the proper or a good Bible to read to get the a good understanding. Can you tell me that?
3: I will do my best, to and thank you so much for blessing me tonight by uh, calling in and asking such a question. Now, uh, one of the best Bibles, a matter of fact, you can even download a digital copy of this particular Bible I'm about ready to, to say. It's called the Interlinear Bible, okay? Uh, the same way, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this, it's a, it's a digital application. You can go if you've got an Android phone or if you've got an Apple phone. Okay, if you got a uh, uh, one of the best translation I, I have seen is called a Blue Letter Bible. Start off by that first, and another one is called My Sword for Android. Okay, and what's what's going to happen is is one of the questions that was posed to me earlier. Why is it important to learn scriptural languages? Because it's going to be a step, a major step, or a master key, as I like to say, is because people haven 't really got clarification and comprehension of certain words, certain key words that were there all along, and it 's hard to really scratch that, excuse me, as a master sound therapist i 'm very careful about certain words I choose. so it 's very challenging, which is the word I want to convey, uh, for us to be able to get divine truth if we don 't take time to study the languages in which these scriptures came because, again, it's a step-by-step process. So it's called the Interlinear Bible. If you're going to download the Blue Letter Bible, that's good for Android or Apple uh, tablets and even computers, okay? Uh, But if you want a hard copy, then one of the best uh, copies that I used to carry with me is called an Interlinear Bible. During the time in which I first got this Bible, when I was going through uh, rabbinical school, I got this Bible, um, let me see, in the 80s. And that was part of my school curriculum. And at that time, I paid like a, like $120 for this particular Bible because on one side you have uh, the Hebrew, uh, what you call uh, Aramaic script, on one side, and you would have the English translation on the other. Right. Just like in the Arabic, right, just like in the Arabic, a lot of times when we have certain translations for the people who's traveling the path of El Islam, we would have Arabic on one side and English on the other, okay? And this is a step-by-step okay. process because all descriptions really is going to point us to teach, and it's a, it's a restarting point. It's not the beginning,
1: mm-hmm. but it's a
3: starting point for us to be able to know who and what we are as a people. Okay. And I, I do my best to be offer whatever assistance I possibly can, okay?
4: Okay, now, can I want to just ask one more question, and I hope this is not going to offend anyone, but um, I think it's the Book of Mormon. Can you tell me, because um, um, I, I was reading some of the stuff in there, and I'm I'm just saying I don't agree with a lot of stuff that I was reading. So if I decide... And choose not to read a Bible that a family member presents to me. that doesn't mean that I'm wrong, right? because I That's had a exactly. confrontation with I had a confrontation with one of my family members over this book of Mormon, and I don't agree with it. I mean I'm not saying like i like you said earlier, everybody has their own religion, they can read whatever they want to, but I don't agree with it. And I was always taught never to fuss over the Bible, but I was raised on the, um, I think it was King James Version. And any Bible that I read, are, I always try to compare it to that Bible because that's the Bible I was raised on. So I'm just, I just want to say, is it anything wrong with me? Because I told a family member that I, didn't, I believe in that Bible, a family member kind of got mad at me and told me I was wrong. Am I wrong because I spoke the truth and said I didn't believe some of the stuff? Am I wrong?
3: And my answer to you, no, you're not wrong. And hey, here's you. the thing, right quick, here's the thing as a people.
4: Our people
3: have been in a state of loss for such a long time. As far as the Mormons, I had great, great uh, discussions. I'm going to see if I can uh, find later on, you know, with me uh, debating with the Mormons and stuff like that. But bottom line is the Mormons, whether real or imagined, see, this is what the so-called conscious don't catch, because they want to make everything about a fact. And this is key, what I'm about to say. Facts is very, very limited. You understand? But there's truth in everything. And once you tap into divine truth, you can see divine truth and feel divine truth and bear witness to divine truth in all things, especially in your personal life. So you did a good thing, talking to you, uh, Godmother, mother of phone. You did a good thing by not absorbing that into your mind, your spirit, your heart, and your soul, and your body. We as a people have been uh Loss and in a state of loss for such a long time that we start accepting any and everything that's not us. But here's one thing I want to say about the about the moments, right quick. I don't agree with it, and I would never absorb that into my soul, right? But here's what I was saying earlier. It's amazing how uh, the Europeans, and predominantly that's a European organization, it's a European organized religion. They. Maybe not all of them, but enough of them put aside whatever personal differences they had, came together, and they just about own or control the state of Utah and other states, you understand? And they are a striving uh, trillion-dollar business. And trying to get us to do something for ourselves, and, and, and I also want to throw this in, too, because I don't know how much time we got left in this interview. There's a great man by Dr. Ma- named Dr. Malachi Z. York that took the time to translate the Torah, right, for the people who, who can put that uh, uh, King James version of the, uh, uh, of the Bible or the Torah aside, right, and he did his best even though he did it for the Holy Tabernacle Ministries at the time. But it is available, okay? It's a translation of the Torah that was done by Dr. Malachi Z. York. And not only did he do the Torah, but he also took the time to do the Mm -hmm. Torah, the Book of Psalms, the Book of Revelations. He also took the time to do El's Quran. You understand, for the people who started yes. to be Muslims? And, and, and here's, the, here's a, a, a thing that I want to put out there for all listening audience. If you really, really was going to be serious about our plight and our liberation as a people, then there's no excuse for people to hmm. put other people's translations aside and gravitate, yes, Dr. Malachi Z. York was one of us, and he is one of us, and he did it for us, just like other people had a right like the Mormons, Mm-hmm. Same with their books, you understand? And just like yes, the so called Arabs who got their translations of what yes, they call an air crime, right? We had that same right. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, bottom yes, line sir. is, a lot of us, they, they, they like to, to, to pick and choose what they want to have faith in. You understand? And we have yes, been uh, spoon fed for such a long time, so it makes it easier for us to accept any and everything but our own. It's
4: brainwashed to me yeah. it's like it's like it's like this family member was actually trying to just tell me like brainwash me and and I just had to tell them hey you believe what you believe i'm gonna believe what i believe but i cannot believe that and it was starting to really turn into a very harsh thing and i was like i said i was always raised up you never argue over the Bible, so it's just so confusing because so many people have different like translations, and it's so hard to know believe what's what's right because you've been taught so many different things, like I was taught that um Adam and Eve it was a forbidden fruit then a pastor told me no, it was an apple. That you know when that did all this. You know, in the beginning, we was all when I was small and and um, things was happening. And in, in my days, I was always taught that Adam and Eve bit an apple. But as I read, I I saw something different, and I got thrown out of a church because I disagreed with a pastor on on that on that topic and he told me i was wrong and he told me to dismiss myself from the church and i did because i was taught if i'm not getting the proper teaching then it's not the church for me
2: Well you know, that you said that and i got to i got to interject on in that one uh Donnie because you know of course they always use that Galatians uh right. that you know if a woman should be quiet in the sanctuary if she don't know what hmm. she's going to going on, she should learn at home from her husband. But, you know, I, listen, I love the fact that you came on and said what you said about, you know, the uh, the Latter-day Saints church, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, and, and all that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, want right. to thank, I want to thank you for coming on this program tonight, Donnie, and all the folks that came on from uh, BevNet as well as Damon Network, representing all the callers that uh, that, that love uh, what we do here at o and E. I I just love the fact that I'm interviewing great people. And the fact that all you guys are interjecting and being able to be interactive with this wonderful guest tonight does my heart so good because that's what this show is all about, the, the interaction for you guys to be able to come on, me to ask the journalistic questions, you guys be moved, to be able to call in to the host. Hey, God, my little Conquer, one one thing to say to you. You ready for this one?
4: The, um,
2: you already Shut great. up. I got you. <laughs> you, you, you already you rang already my nine, he said.
4: <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> <Bye>.
2: <laughs> Listen, wow! Um, what, what a wonderful program tonight that we did tonight. And we, we really went over almost 30 minutes of this program. And I, I'm just glad that we got a chance to get the questions out that were needed tonight. People came in to be, be able to talk to Brother Huni Bakatun and be helped and be aided in this so called like the old folks said last in evil days, you must have wisdom to be able to go over
4: everything
2: that's going to be thrown at you, the darts and, and and you know, the evil uh uh trespasses and the narrow ways that make you fall off the cliff. If you don't have the wonderful education and knowledge, then you will fall for anything, right? And that's what th- that's what hashtag legacy is all about. That's what this show has been bred. I want to thank our sister tonight, the wonderful Nikki Red Snapper Lynn, show us off the hook. It was crazy. And then of course I came on after her and be able to interview the wonderful Unibaka Bakotil. of course, W Nation is advertising through o which is Ola W and Gozy Enterprises. You can reach us of course at www.lookingglassentertainment.wordpress.com as well as Gozi at devnet.com. We are. Ngozi Prime Time at Twitter, Ngozi Time at Instagram, Ola Dele. Ingozi, both and Ngozi Book, Pinterest and Goop Plus. Ola Delay, Ngozi, of course, at Facebook, with our business pages, iAware, and FedNet Online Radio, any comments, suggestions to our programming, Ola From Ngozi Book, my, and gmail.com. Brother I'm going to thank you so much for what you've done for us tonight and what you continue to do for us on a constant basis, being so, so supportive of our hosts on this network Uh, allowing me to interview you tonight has been a wonderful pleasure and an honor. And, uh, you know, playing music is what I do, so it is what it is. Brother, thank you so much for being a part of the first show, of my first journalistic show on The Real Tip in four and a half years.
3: You're very welcome, and thank you so much as well. Uh, I also want to thank the listening audience for took the time out uh to bear with me and us tonight safely they have enjoyed it as much as i have enjoyed being interviewed by one of the greatest and brilliant minds and and a willing worker you know a consecrated one and a willing worker at the same time you know so thank you so much as well
2: on that note i am your mother and father's favorite producer Ola Dunning Malay when goes to thank and good luck to all the folks out there in Armed Force Radio supports on a constant basis. Of course, tomorrow. Before we will we back on here. We ain't playing no games. Our sister, Precious Sean Patterson, is right back on here with a dash of poetry. How about that? Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, okay. right here at Beverly Nation. And of course, our brother, political analyst, Markel Bagley with Abstract, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. At Determined Motivated Online, at Network com as well as. And I know people say, Where they been? Where they been? Well, we're right back with them, right? Hey, honey, your boys are back. Retro Nation is back.
0: Yes. Well, of retro <laughs>
2: tomorrow night. And of course, the oldest franchise that we have, the legendary Merc City Hip Hop program, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time tomorrow night. Where? Determined Motivated Online, now dot com. So, of course, Hey, man, I got a surprise for you. Look it up this air, man. Natural man. Hey, Hooney. Love Hello.
1: you, man. <laughs> Love, Love you, too. someone told you to do something, you did. Bam. Right on. No questions asked. It was yes, sir, and yes, no. You never said no. You know? But you don't know, things are changing nowadays. It's a new day,
3: baby. Folks want to take their own lives into their hands and make their own choices. No longer do they want to go along with the program because they've got say
1: right? You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about. You see, cousin? I don't know why. So I'm slow working 50 years from 9 to 5.